So good evening everyone. Um, my talk tonight, probably a brief talk, um, I want to say something about being awake and being woke. Um, they sound like similar things. Um, I researched where the word woke came from and it's actually a word which was um, developed it was actually, the phrase was stay woke, stay woke. And it was actually a phrase developed by um, African-Americans um, back in the 50s, 60s, you know, with their, their movement, you know, towards racial equality in America. And it was a kind of saying they had towards one another, like, stay woke, man, you know, stay woke to, to the way you can be racially oppressed you know, in, in gross ways and very subtle kind of ways. So that, that's where the um, word came from. And then um, what happened is it's, it's become a, a word which is used a lot in the media these days. And um, the irony of it is, is um, black Africans, African Americans, now feel that, that mostly white people uh, middle-class people have actually appropriated the word, right? To use, you know, to to use to ident identify themselves as a group of people who are awake to um, social injustice, etc., etc. Um, and uh, there's a lot of there's, there's now a lot of critique coming out about people identifying as being woke. Now, when you look at the origins of it, and again, the intentions of it, um, it, it would be similar to a lot of Dharma values of, you know, addressing injustice in the world, whatever it might be, you know, because injustice and inequality breeds suffering in some kind of way. And the Buddha himself challenged social injustice by saying that, um, you know, spiritual training and so on wasn't just for the class of the Brahmins, you know, the intellectual wealthy elite, it was for everyone. So he, he challenged that system. And so it's in the spirit of people like Thich Nhat Hanh, you know, to address social injustice. Um, that's not where the, the problem lies. But if we go back to what being awake is in the Dharma sense, um, it's to use the words of our practice principles it's waking up from a self-centred dream like you, you start from the place that you recognise that you are caught in a self-centred dream and through the practice slowly or gradually, slowly, suddenly you wake up out of the dream and you realise you're not this little self-centred self-interested entity but you have a a much um, greater sense of identification with all of life, all, all peoples, all forms of life. You know, get outside the human-centric realm, all forms of life. Um, and so in that sense, it overlaps. Um, but one of the, the criticisms of the woke movement, which you may have noticed that Barack Obama, an African-American um, spoke about recently. He he addressed it in saying, you know, if you if you just 
publicly shaming other people through social media because they've used the wrong word or the, the wrong language or whatever, it's not actually effective political action. Mm -hmm. um, and what it seems to, to do, I mean, it's, its nature is to call people out for often using language which seems unequal, unjust, oppressive or whatever, but the nature of it is so much these days and it's part of public sort of intercourse these days that the whole point is to publicly shame others. Um, and that's where it, 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 um, it differs from a Dharma approach. The Dharma approach is not about, about publicly shaming people who consciously or unconsciously do unjust things. Because if you take that position, you're taking a position of superiority and it's, it's harmful, it's not actually, it doesn't achieve anything other than make you feel, feel good momentarily. It actually just keeps the cycles of shaming perpetuated in one kind of way. You know, it's kind of like another religion where people use religion to shame other people who aren't Christians or whatever. It just goes round and round and round. So it's kind of like being woke in the negative sense of the, all the negative connotations where it's like another religion or another kind of sect which has somehow got the inside knowledge and superior and is going to shame everyone else who's not like it. Shaming is not the, is not the Dharma way. And if you do um, authentic mindfulness practice of whatever form it might be, um, as I've mentioned a few times of late, it's not just a journey of self-compassion, that's part of it, or compassion. It's also um, a journey of self-honesty. And if you, you do mindfulness or meditation long enough and honestly, um, we all come across aspects of ourselves which are unpleasant to look at you know, and to acknowledge. You, you start to recognise that you can be resentful or spiteful or narrow-minded or petty, you know, and you see into those things with compassion, but you see into them. It's like you hold up the mirror and that's what you see and it doesn't look too nice. <laughs> yeah? um, but, but that's what you see. And if that is your process, um, then how, how on earth can you be superior to someone else? How can you be morally superior? to someone else when you really examine what your own experience is. Right? And so we have stories in, in Zen. Um, it's often taught through through stories of eating the blame, you know, of the, the, the monk who's a, the head cook and accidentally chops off the snake's head and it goes in the soup and the, and the teacher pulls it out and says, what's this? And he eats it straight away, <laughs> <laughs> eating the blame. And also there's a few parables come back, you know, from, from the Bible of um, the, the woman who's going to be stoned to death for adultery and Jesus comes along and says, any of you haven't committed a sin of some kind, throw the first stone. Mm -hmm. No one could throw a stone. Mm -hmm. Or another, another biblical saying, you know, don't, don't look at the sawdust in your brother's eye when you've got a log in your own. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, all, they're all spiritual comments to challenge this idea of intellectual or, or spiritual superiority that you get from doing a practice. Yes, you may 
you may gain insight, um, but as soon as you attach superiority to the insight, you're back in your self-centred dream again. Um, and so being awake, being woke, maybe in some ways, especially when you go back to its African-American roots, you can kind of understand um, the sense of solidarity and brotherhood, sisterhood coming out of that to support, you know, um, being oppressed as a as an ethnic group. But it's grown into something um, which is, um, generally speaking, um, not quite the same as being awake. <laughs>